If you are listening to my voice, you have arrived at Breakfast with Brent Pope. I am Brent Pope, and my guest today is Rebecca Kennedy. She is a great dramatic actor with memorable appearances on shows like Law & Order, SVU, and Criminal Minds, and movies like Season of the Witch with Nicolas Cage. And let's not forget that Rebecca Kennedy and I shared a moving scene, or was it a non-moving scene, on the Grey's Anatomy spinoff Station 19. So we will talk all about that. We also had a mail from Bon Vivant, Marketing Cafe. So... Très bien, sacré bleu, bon dieu, we've got Rebecca Kennedy in the studio today on Breakfast. Pick it up! Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Breakfast. This young lady just smashed the lids on all these cakes in the bakery section. <laughs> I could go on a Hallmark card. <laughs> My uh, guest today... Oh, I'm going to need to hear... All about that. I didn't need any extra sausage. He adds character to my crew. <laughs> Is a goat pit a real thing? What? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Great place to hang out and good food, too. I'm always playing blue collar guys. Somebody screw through the pipe. I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. I love a crawler. All yeah. my uncles got the gout. Jalapeno slash cheddar waffles. Who doesn't love that? It's Breakfast time. Breakfast. The only show where bacon, pancakes, Hollywood. I'm your host, Brent Pope. Rebecca Kennedy, welcome to the Breakfast Studio. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, we met on the set of the ABC show Station 19, yes. where you played a uh, druggie who robs an ambulance, and uh, I played a as plumber. I, as I would. Yeah. Right. And I played a plumber, as I would, <laughs> who accidentally runs over and kills your character. Yes, uh, very sad. And we're going we're gonna to share some pictures from that online. It's it's really kind of funny. Um uh, but you had some pretty gory makeup on during that scene, a lot of blood. Did it, how long did it take you to get into that makeup? You know, not very long. They, you know, they didn't even have to take me back to the hair and makeup trailer. They just sat me in a chair. Uh, we did it at the end of the day, so it was, that was nice to not have to worry about, you know, filming anything after. They had gravel that they put on my face to make it, you know, very intricate to look like my face skidded across. So it only took about 20 minutes, and hair was, you know, making my hair look a little more crazy. And then once I lay down, they poured, they poured all the blood. So it didn't really take that long. Uh, it was funny because I had acting class uh, after that, and we wrapped about seven, <laughs> and I sent them a photo that you graciously took so many photos of me because right. I didn't touch anything. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, you were so covered in <laughs> yeah. blood everywhere. I was like, I'm gonna be late. So just so you know, because this is what I look like currently. But the hardest part, you know, is just taking it off. <laughs> right. Wow. Well, uh, congrats. I mean, I thought you did such a great job on that scene. And it's like Thank one you. of the craziest scenes that that I've seen on I mean, if you watch like SVU or Criminal Mind, well, I'm naming all the shows you've been on, but they're because yeah. they're similar type of shows, kind of. Uh, but it's one of the craziest scenes I've ever seen scene on one of those shows like there's yeah. you know people trying to save someone's life meanwhile you're trying to rob them and meanwhile <laughs> you accidentally shoot someone else and then you run off and then you get hit by a truck and then, yeah. then one of the doctors has to leave when they're trying to it's just like insanity and yeah. I was impressed with the final product too you know I was like, what's this going to look like? Because it could have just looked like chaos. It was like, it was kind of beautiful. Yeah, and, you know, and I didn't know what the stunt would look like. Right. And I had so many people that asked me if I did that stunt. Yeah. And I was like, no. If that was me, <laughs> I would not be getting up off the ground. I would like, have four broken ribs. Yeah, Mandy made me look amazing. Yeah, Mandy did a great job. We should, well, I'll try, we'll try to share one of those uh, leading up to the show too. Because I, I think I have, and you might have too, one of those slow motion videos of yes. her. Flying, flying through, through the, the air. air. Yeah, yeah, she made me look, you know, and we slowed it down. Like once it came out, um, I, you know, bought the episode for my reel and we slowed it down and it's just seamless between me running and her getting hit. I mean, it's just, right. they just did an amazing job. And, you know, you mentioned social media and yeah. how the reactions were so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So on my social media, a lot of people were like, 
well, you shouldn't feel bad. She was a bad, that character's a bad person. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I don't feel bad because it was my character, not me. But I get what you're saying, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I get it. The character deserved the coming up and she got. So I yeah. couldn't really be mad that people were happy that she died. It was interesting because, you know, of course, my friends were, were just like, oh, you were great. They didn't. They weren't as, you know, adamant mm-hmm. about happy that I died. But, you know, my Twitter, of course, is filled with people that don't know me personally. And right. so, you know, I was reading the different tweets and they're like, oh, I'm so happy she got killed. And then I would, you know, respond and like, oh, but you were great. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, like they still it was one of those hated to love moments, which right. I really appreciate. Well, look, Shonda Rhimes show. So it's Shonda Land. She has so many great shows. I think yes. I, I would like to pitch Shonda Rhimes, if you're listening, a show with our two characters. Uh, the plumber goes on, uh, has a friendship with the the ghost of the, the woman that he ran over. And maybe it's like a house type show mm-hmm. where I'm trying to figure out plumbing needs that are just no one can figure out what this plumbing issue is. And you're able to go into the pipes itself because you're a ghost. ghost. Yeah. Yes. And it's called yeah. like uh, the plumber's spirit or something like that. <laughs> Look, Shonda Rhimes, I think this is a hit show, and I think you ought to sign it immediately. We're both available if you want to sign we it. We both for the are labels. available. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that you know, that was one of the nicest sets I've been on. They were so kind, Absolutely. so generous. Uh, you know, I couldn't have asked for a better cast and crew. Very efficient. Everyone was very nice, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and working with the director, I have to shout yes. out to Demaine Davis. Uh-huh. She was so lovely and just. Had this energy, but yet was calm. Yeah. Like would come over and be like, okay, that was great. Let's do this. Let's try this. You can push further. But didn't didn't have that anxiety that sometimes right. people have right. of needing to move quickly. She just made me feel like, oh, I got this. Like I'm calm. Yeah. I'm collected. No nerves. It was just great. Yeah. She did the same thing with me where she was like, look, I mean, I think you might be just like moving around and freaking out a little bit. You know, you <laughs> ran over this lady and you don't know what. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I, so. Uh, she she definitely helped my performance for sure, and and that was really cool. Uh, Jason George yeah. was amazing to work with. So Are you nice. Kidding me? Oh, so nice. You know, because I get it. You know, I've not been a series regular, but I I imagine it's tough when you've got people coming in every two weeks mm-hmm. that are new, and yeah. now you have that, and you're never gonna probably see them again unless right. they end up recurring. And they just they don't act like that. They welcome you in. They sit with you at lunch. They act like you're part of the family. Yeah. They don't, you know, make you feel like you're okay. I don't have to really get to know you because you're going to be gone mm-hmm. in a week. Yeah. You know. And he was so lovely to to post pictures and to yeah. want pictures. And I just, you know, he's just he's awesome. Yeah, great experience. Station nineteen. Uh, I think they got renewed for another season. So yes. whenever we they start shooting again, they'll start shooting. Um, you know, that, that reminds me of that I, I was a big fan of this Jenna Fisher book where she talked about the practical acting stuff and things. It's very like helpful tips for, uh, maybe a little bit before where we are in our career, like, so that you know what's to expect when you're on set. And like yes. one of those things, like you said, uh, if you do like a day player thing, they're probably not going to hang out and have lunch with you because they're like, well, I, this person's not going to be here in a couple of days. So mm-hmm. they don't just don't want to invest. But station 19, they were all were still very nice, and oh, so yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, Lachlan, uh, who who played the you know the guy that I initially yes. held up, mm-hmm. you know he was newer to the show. He'd only been you know he hadn't done as that many episodes himself. Right. So you know he was also so lovely and so kind and and made sure that I, you know I was good and that I didn't meet you know that I was encouraging you know encouraged me and it was just yeah I don't right. know I just don't. You're kind of like, why are you guys so nice? <laughs> it's just they were so lovely. <laughs> well, we're in Los Angeles now for the most part. Uh, you grew up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. What did that do, uh, just just growing up in that area, did, how did that uh, shape your career as an actor or as a performer? 
Well, I started in theater. Yeah. I wanted to be on stage and act since I can remember. I, my mom took me to see my first play when I was four. And what I, play was that? I don't remember. Okay. It was some children's play. Yeah. I have no clue the play. My mom might remember if I asked her. Mm-hmm. But I remember and I remember telling her after I watched it that I wanted to do that. I was yeah. like, Mom, I could do that. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, kid, you know, you're four. Like, you right. don't know. And after begging continually, and I didn't make the cheerleading squad when I was 12. Oh, no. And I was devastated. I yeah. know. All my friends had made it. And I I think they gave me the excuse that I wasn't loud enough or something. Because mm-hmm. I was, you know, pretty quiet when I was younger. I still can be at times. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm definitely an, an introvert, extrovert, like one of those right. mixes. But so my mom finally was like, all right, let's try Let's try this acting thing that you've been wanting to do. And I had, you know, done an elementary school play, Cinderella, the modern version, where I was this uh, fairy godmother. So I kind of had a taste of it. And so she found, like, a local, you know, theater company that took kids, basically. Mm -hmm. Everyone that auditioned got in. And I started there, and my mom saw how much I loved it, and that was it. From 12 through high school, I did, did theater, and then I went to college for theater, and Initially, that was my plan was to move to New York and do theater. And funnily enough, that life takes you somewhere else and I'm here instead. But, you know, Texas was great for shaping my stage life, like figuring out that I wanted to be an actor, giving me opportunities to be on stage. I did a lot of plays there. And then the beginning of my film career and uh, TV, when I initially moved back from uh, college to Texas, I started auditioning for film and TV, and they had a great, you know, student film, short films, low-budget indies. They have, you know, they have some stuff yeah. as well that shoots there that's bigger. But it gave me a foundation of, like, okay, do I want to do film and TV? Or do I want to do – it's so different, as you yeah, know, from, from right. theater. So it gave me, you know, inside look to, like, okay, this is what I want to do. Now how do I make my career, you know, career progress? Mm-hmm. So then that's when I decided to move here. But it was a great – a great way to figure out and a foundation of, of you know, acting. Mm-hmm. What's the, do you remember the first time you um, were on the set of something and you were like, oh, wow, kind of starstruck? Season of the Witch. Okay. <laughs> I think, probably. Yeah. Uh, Which is the Nicolas Cage Yeah, working with Nicolas Cage. And someone else, somebody else. Ron Perlman. That's right, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah, House Hunting was great, too. That was before, and, you know, there was a lot of actors in that I looked up to, like Art LaFleur, like I love Sandlot's, like one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And working with Mark Singer, you know, and that was, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw that. I was like, the Beastmaster, Mark (laughs) Singer, yeah. And that was my first big feature that was, you know, on location that we filmed in Virginia. And so that really gave me a taste of, like, this is what it looks yeah. like to do a big movie. But that one, you know, watching so much, so many Nicolas Cage movies and being on set with him was a little, like, right. very intimidating at first. He was so nice, yeah. so generous, made sure, you know, it was hot. It was in August in Louisiana. And if you've ever been to Louisiana in August, it's... Uh, I haven't, but it's it's muggy most of the it's time It's a zillion yeah. degrees. Yeah. And we're in, you know, the 14th century garb. So it's very hot. And we were filming outside. And he was always making sure I had enough water, and he was using a retractable sword. That they're heavy. I mean, yeah. they're not just like oh, little like you know. Because they, they have really... to look real. Yeah. Yeah, and he would make sure I was okay after every take, and that I didn't need anything. And it's like he didn't have to do you know right. have to do all that because he just met me, and um, we kind of had a, a funny banter after we wrap for the day. He was like, "I just have to ask you how old you are," <laughs> and I was like, 
okay, I told him. Yeah. I'm not going to tell the audience, but right. I told him at the time. And he was like, oh, you're going to work forever. Yeah. <laughs> it, was just, it was very funny. But, uh, yeah, that was definitely the – I was like, oh, okay, this is what a $40 million budget looks like. Very cool. Um, I think the first the first big show I worked on was a show called Rosewood. Uh-huh. And so the lead on that, there were two leads. One was Morris Chestnut. Yes. And what's crazy is uh, Morris Chestnut from Boys in the Hood mm-hmm. and a, bun- a million other things. Beautiful looking man. Yes. And his partner on that show was Jaina Lee Ortiz. Yeah, who's on Station From Station 19. 19. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everything comes full circle. And funnily enough, I had met her briefly. She was in my acting class. What? And um, when she was working on in between seasons of Rosewood before she booked Station 19, uh-huh. she was there. Uh, yeah. And she was lovely. And I thought she was really nice. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Talked to her a bit on Station 19 about Clash. She's like, oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, before we go too much further, you and I had a uh, delightful breakfast from Bon Vivant Market and Cafe, which is in the charming, artsy, Atwater Village part of Los Angeles. And yes. uh, Bon Vivant, translated in French, means uh, a person who enjoys a sociable and luxurious lifestyle. <laughs> Which uh, I guess that's us. Yeah, I guess that's us. Uh, it was yesterday. <laughs> what did you get at Bon Vivant? Um, I got the strawberry crepes. Normally, I get the Nutella and banana crepes, mm. but they have seemingly changed their menu since okay. quarantine. Right. And I don't know if it's because of quarantine or that just shaking it up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'd gotten the same thing there for years because that's... One of the few places you can get it where it's really good. Right. Well, if you go there when it's back opening, it's a great place. It's a really cool place to go, like, at night because it's, mm-hmm. like, a, the ambient light is really cool. And it's, like, I feel like there's a either a little fire pit or a fake fire pit or something you can kind of hang around. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a really cool-looking place. And I do love that Atwater Village part of Los Angeles. It's um, it's so cute. Yeah. And it's, it's like, the part of town where, oh, gosh, have you guys ever seen the movie Swingers? That's where the Swingers golf course is. Uh, and there's just a lot of little uh, cool places to eat up and down the street there. Yeah. So, yeah, I had the uh, flat iron steak and eggs, which that steak was was, was really nice. But I also got uh, a mushroom spinach and goat cheese crepe uh, with some fresh herbs and olive oil. And that was really tasty, too. Um, yeah, my crepe was good. Yeah? Um, better than the Nutella and banana one? No. No, yeah. No, because it doesn't have – it's just the crepe uh, and they put – strawberries on top yeah. which is in inside which is good and normally the other one they would do either bananas or strawberries you could do mm-hmm. both but there's nothing on top right so it doesn't quite have that like i don't know i guess i could have put my own syrup on maybe next time i would do that yeah. as just to have some kind of i don't know right. topping i mean it sounds delicious but it doesn't sound like it fits that sociable and luxurious lifestyle we're used to being at the <laughs> Apparently not. And I got a mixed green salad, which was delicious. Oh, very cool. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for oh, bringing sure. it over. It was uh, absolutely. great. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Bon Vivant. And it's, and it's, a, you know, it's a little place. Uh, so I like to support all these uh, places that are having a hard time right now, which is a yeah. lot of places. So, mm-hmm. you know, Bon Vivant, uh, check it out if you're in the area. And actually, my co-star and friend, Amelia Rose Blair from Criminal Minds, actually introduced me to the place. Oh, very so cool. So I give her the credit for figuring, finding it. <laughs> nice. Well, I want to talk about that SVU uh, appearance in a second here. Um, you seem to work a-, a lot as characters who are in uh, bad shape in one way or another. <laughs> like, you know, on Station 19, you're on, you're on, uh, you're a junkie that needed yeah. drugs. Uh, SVU, you were like imprisoned by your dad and, and mm-hmm. probably like abused and malnourished and all those things. Um, when you have auditions for something like that, how do you approach 
those auditions? How do you tap into those type of characters? Because obviously it's much different. I'm assuming (laughs) much different than your normal life. My secrets are coming out. Right. (laughs) No. Uh, Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it's interesting. I've always been drawn to people like that. People that have something fierce going on inside Mm -hmm. of them and that I want to be able to tell their story and bring them to life because I think they have such interesting and deep stories to share. When I approach characters like that, gosh, it's a mix of my imagination Uh or a lot of my imagination because I don't know what it's like to have been, you know, kidnapped or, or, you know, all the other things that my characters have experienced. But I figure, you know, I find what's different, those things, and then I also find what's similar. So what I can relate to, it's like I can't relate to Esther and SVU being, you know, in a cult family and imprisoned and not being able to eat, not being able to shower as often. But I can relate to being lonely and to feeling isolated and to feeling like no one gets it. You know, L.A. can be a very lonely and isolating place. So, you know, in that respect, I can relate to her. So I start there. I start there at the basics. What can I relate to her how can I get inside of her yeah and then you know I do all my my homework <laughs> you know right. from class you know you're who am I uh, where am I what, what do I want what are the consequences you know all that stuff that we you know have to do as actors or should do as actors right. and then when I'm on set or in the audition I try to let all that go mm-hmm. and whatever bubbles up you know comes up and whatever doesn't doesn't yeah but, yeah, that's where I start. I don't know. For some reason, like when I got the Esther audition, I read through the sides. I just got her. Yeah. I just was like, I don't know what, what it is, but I have to tell this story. And I thought for her, because she didn't have a ton of lines, it's not like I had, you know, big big monologues. Right. I know she was throughout the whole episode. I approached her physically. Like what yeah. physically would it look like to not being able to eat, to not being able to take a shower, not Mm -hmm. to to feel trapped, to feel imprisoned by your own family. What, how does that physically manifest more so than what I could speak? Because that, that was like how she communicated was her physical being. So right, that's a start. I don't know if that answers your question. No, that's great. And, uh, you know, let's kind of segue into that, you know, Law and Order SVU, the the show that will never end because people (laughs) just love it so much, you know, and and it's, uh, look, it's an institution your episode was uh, is one of the most memorable ones, I think. It's called The Book of Esther, which is great. You played Esther. Yeah, thank you. So how many times do you get to play uh, the title <laughs> character of, a, of an SVU episode? That, I mean, that would blow my mind. That yeah. was me. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. I couldn't have asked for a better one. So. Yeah, and you got to work with, oh gosh, what's her name? Uh, the detective. Which, Kelly? Yeah, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is it Kelly Giddis? Giddish. Giddis. Uh-huh. Kelly, yeah. She's Really great. Um, you had a lot of stuff with her. But, the you know, the whole uh, – and the, the show's been out for a while. So we'll, we'll just say, like, there was – you know, you have a tragic ending on the show. And it yeah. has major implications for for for, uh, for Kelly's character. Yeah. And uh, it's something that just resounded for a while on the show. So that's great. And, you and you know, for me personally, Ray McKinnon playing your dad is mm. crazy. Because, He's so great. Yeah. So great. I mean, he was so good on Deadwood, if, you, if mm-hmm. you've ever seen that show. And yep. he was on uh, – Big fan of him. <laughs> yeah, Sons of Anarchy. He also created, I, I was a big fan of, my sister tuned me into the show called Rectify, uh-huh, he which created. he's the creator mm-hmm. and the writer and the director of. So uh, how how was it uh, shooting scenes with him? Great. He's so nice. He's so different 
obviously from his character. But when he slips into character, we were able to really just play off each other. But when he's not in character, you know, when we're just eating lunch or in between, he's just the nicest guy making yeah. jokes, making you feel comfortable. You know, he and I were the only ones in from L.A. So, you know, it's lonely when you're shooting in a different city by yourself. And so he really made me feel uh, a part, you know, a part of the family as well. And I have to, you know, give a shout out to Kelly, too, because she is so lovely yep. and, you know, nice off screen, but also on screen. She is such a generous scene partner. And there were so many times in the script where there we did things that weren't scripted, where I did things that weren't scripted, yeah. and she would just go along with it yeah. and just play. Like, you know, at the beginning, when I'm in the bathroom, uh, I'm supposed to, you know, I put out my handy f- hand for the candy, yeah. and she puts it in there. And then it wasn't scripted to do it again, and I just felt like doing it again, yeah. and she just went with it. You know, there wasn't any, oh, this isn't. In the script, what are you doing? Like, she just improv and played, and they were both amazing. The whole cast, you know, crew, great. Well, yeah. Obviously, Kelly gets really good on SVU. She came in about halfway through, I think, SVU, so she's probably been on for like 10 seasons now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And she plays Rollins, a very popular character. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, major implications for that character from your scene and, uh, you know, I think people will remember that scene if you you go back and check it out. It It was really great. Thank you. It is now time, Rebecca Kennedy, for the segment we call Breakfast Quick Bites. Oh no. Breakfast Quick Bites. Quick Bites. Quick Bites. Breakfast Quick Bites. Breakfast, the most important meal of the day. This is where we talked to the, the fans earlier in the week and posed a couple questions to them, and now they're going to find out what we think about those questions. So, Rebecca Kennedy, you are from the Dallas. Fort Worth, Arlington area. Yes. Uh, what is the uh, better burger chain currently in Texas? We've got Whataburger, which is a staple in Texas, mm-hmm. and they now have In-N-Out in Texas. Yes, they do. So uh, which one of those is the better burger chain? I feel like I'm going to get a lot of slack for this one. <laughs> no matter which one <laughs> no you say. No matter which one I choose. You know, I grew up with Whataburger. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was what I obviously grew up with. And, you know, living out here, we don't have them. So right. in and out is the burger here. I don't know that I can choose. Do I have yeah. to choose? Do I have to choose? I mean, they have you their... You can give both of their, uh, you know... So they have. They both have their, you know, pros. Like, mm-hmm. I really like the spicy ketchup at Whataburger. Yeah. It's pretty awesome that they offer that. Um, you know, the, the burgers aren't, like, the most amazing thing I've ever had. Yeah. But for a cheap... A cheap burger. They're pretty uh-huh. pretty good. I think a lot of people in Texas that don't like In-N-Out don't realize that there's a secret menu. Right. They kind of just assume that what's on the menu is what you get, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of options yeah. if you're just looking at the actual menu. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of hate for that because they don't realize, like, oh, I can actually order it different ways. I don't just have yeah. to get what's. But I do like In-N-Out. I do like, and it's really cheap, so you can't really right. be a cheap, good burger. Well, I think, you know, very well, politically answered. Uh, and I think you had to do that because, you know, you're going to get crap either way. Um, I think for me, like Whataburger, I, I think they have more different types of sides at Whataburger, I believe. Don't they have like... Yeah, a- well, because you can get like a ch- uh, chicken finger basket right. and they have like the fries, they have the bread, mm-hmm. the Texas toast. Yep. Um, they have the white gravy that's oh, really yes. hard to find, yes. you know, in fast food places. Mm-hmm. So they have... And yeah, they have a, like the breakfast... They have a lot of breakfast food as well. Yeah, so they have a little more uh, options in that way. And then yeah. I would say in and out I really enjoy the uh, – I mean, I love watching them just freshly uh, make those fr- – shape the French fries with those little yeah. – I don't even know what it's called. I'm doing this thing with my arm that no one can see, <laughs> uh, which is crushing potatoes into uh, pota- uh, 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 French fry form. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the animal style thing. I'm not an animal style person, which is a certain sauce they have, but yeah. but I would say maybe I like the the fries there better at In and Out, and I like that they have more options at Whataburger. They're both pretty good though. And I get my In and Out. I get my burger cut in half. Oh, interesting. So I get protein style a lot, which is uh, they it's wrapped in uh, lettuce. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. See, people don't realize that there's all those options. Yeah, you can that get. You can do. Uh, that's yeah. true. At In and Out, you can get. It doesn't come. Uh, you can get like a whole grilled onion on mm-hmm. it, which a lot of places won't take the time. They're like, I'm not making a whole onion and grilling it for yeah. you. Um, you can add pickles. You can get ketchup and mustard instead of the sauce. Yeah, there's a whole secret menu. Yeah, my husband right. does like mustard fried, where they like grill or put mustard in the burger. Is like, that a thing? Yeah. Really? I'm going to try. What do you ask yeah. for? You say mustard. Mur- mustard fried, I think. is For the fries? No, for the burger. Oh, for the burger. Mustard fried. So they cook They'll, it. They'll like cook it in with the mustard. I'm not sure how it works. I'm okay, I have to one. try that. No, but, that's, that's... Um, apparently it's good. I'm doing that. There's, <laughs> look, we're off of Lancashire. There's an in and out on Lancashire. <laughs> so after I'm gonna, this. <laughs> after this, I'm going and getting, I want something mustard fried. <laughs> and if they say they don't have it, I'm just like, you do. <laughs> but Rebecca says you do. So. Rebecca Kennedy from Station 19 says you have it. So my word is my word. That's right. <laughs> Quick bite number two. You've worked on quite a few movies and also a lot of TV shows. If you can just choose one for you personally to work on, would you rather work on the best movie or the best TV show? Ooh. These are hard questions. Yeah. It's like picking a favorite child. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I don't have children, but I imagine that would be hard. Um <laughs> I mean, they both have their pros. You yeah. know, it's like the the movie, if it was the best movie, you know, would go to the theater and right. it would have very widely known, you know, your face would probably be all mm-hmm. over the posters and, you know, you, you know, you'd be more widely known that way. But, of course, if you're on the best TV show, then you have consistent work for however many seasons yeah. that it goes, whereas a movie, you know, you know, wraps. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I can pick. I mean, I like doing movies. The hard thing is that sometimes they take a while to come out, whereas yeah. TV, if you do TV, you know, generally in a few months, the episode airs, or if you're on, you know, on the show, show, right. it doesn't take forever to come out. Um, can I have both? Can yeah. I do both? I th- I, absolutely. I want both. I think you've Maybe hit- not at the same time. Well, but. I think you've hit on it. Uh, the, the thing about movies is, the first time you, as an actor, you get to go and see your how giant your face is on a screen. You're like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> you know. Uh, but it's also like you don't want to wait. Sometimes you, sometimes it's like you're right. It's two, three years, and then later on, people are asking you, so what was that like shooting that? And you're like, you almost don't remember. Yeah, because, you're like, mm-hmm. um, it was fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Whereas TV shows, you know, the the pace of it can be uh, hectic sometimes, but it would be nice to, if you were a regular, I guess, on a show, yeah. to kind of, I think for someone like you, to to get to dig into a character and evolve that character over time might over be a really time. nice thing. Yeah. yeah, and then you're coming into people's homes every week, mm-hmm. which is really cool as well. Right. So I think both. I'd like both. I yeah. want, I, my hope is to be able to continue to do both. You know what the, the mixture between those two is, is like any HBO drama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get me on any any HBO show. HBO, if you're listening. Yeah. I'm available. Home box office. We're both available. Uh, if Shonda Rhimes does not pick up the plumber. Pilot. The plumber Just, spirit. Uh, you know, that could also, because when, after I did SVU, you know, Esther died as well. And there was much, 
you know, mm-hmm. fans wanting me to come back. And I'm like, guys, I died. Like, I'd have to come back as a ghost. Yeah. And, you know, we were joking on Twitter, like, pitching that to the showrunner at the time of me pop, popping yes. back in as a ghost. And, you know, they, they weren't having that, sadly. Oh, that's, <laughs> Sounds well, like a great look, idea to me. It sounded great to me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, you know, this new one could right. be the one. That's funny. This has been entertaining. It's been informative. Before we get out of here, Rebecca Kennedy, I need to get three last-minute recommendations from Rebecca Kennedy. Here we go. What is a guilty pleasure show or movie that you have watched? Vampire Diaries. Mm. And I shouldn't feel guilty about it because it's good. It's a good show. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, so, but you're like one of those ones where you don't want to admit for some reason. Right. That you watch it. But I watched all seasons and I loved it. And I love the spinoff, the originals. There's awesome. just so much drama. You right. just have to keep <laughs> watching. You're like, it can't get worse. And then it does. Then you it know, does. like as far as situation goes, like somehow they figure out, like they're brilliant to figure out how are we going to make the situation for them worse? Yes. And they just keep, it's like every time it resolves, they're like, no, no, you have to come back because now this will happen. Right. That, that's how so. I felt when I started watching uh, Pretty, Li- Pretty Little Liars back yes. in the day. You know? That's another guilty yeah. pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what is a hidden gem? show or movie that that people may not know so i think killing eve i think a lot of people do Mm. know it's been you know nominated it's won stuff but i feel like i don't see that many people talking about it or when i mentioned it people are like what's that so i feel like that's a show that maybe people not enough people know about and it's so brilliant i don't know if you watch it i do uh look jodie comer's character uh vnl right yeah uh is (laughs) One of the most delightfully evil characters yeah, and I, insane characters and to watch like on television. I'm a bit jealous I can't be in the show or maybe right. I can one day. But I, yeah, I love her and her, she's a fantastic actress it's, and the character is just brilliant. That character is brilliant. It's just like you, if you watched that show and there was no sound, it would almost be like a silent film. She's so expressive and just does like mm-hmm. such, and I've seen interviews with Jodie Comer not on Killing Eve, and I was like, yeah, that's some good acting going on there. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And Sandra O oh is great, too. Oh, yeah, obviously. they play off each other. And she, you know, they both take a lot of risks, which I love, uh-huh. uh, especially Jody. And, you know, they push the envelope on what, what the characters can do, and and I really admire that yeah. as well. And, and making them real and grounded as well. Right. You know, that yeah. So if you haven't watched the show, awesome. you should. What's the show or movie that is your spirit animal? So I had to think about this one. I was like, what do I want to say? So I came up with Hocus Pocus. Oh. Not because I am think I'm a witch. I uh-huh. don't know. It's a weird answer. But I feel like there's this, like, me, and then there's, like, a dark side Interesting. of me. Yeah. Which I think is how I am able to express myself in my acting uh-huh. that I can't in my normal life. Right. And there's a bit, like, I love Halloween. I love, I'm reading a book right now uh, called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. It's about okay. this Golden State Killer. Like, I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I love like serial killer shows, and I don't know. There's something maybe why why I love uh, Killing Eve. Okay, now you're so, talking about Hocus yeah. Pocus, the movie, the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. The one from the is it from the '90s? Yeah. Okay, cool. With yeah. like Bette Midler. Bet Midler. Okay, excellent. Sarah Jessica Parker, um, Thora Birch when she's a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I remember there being some good makeup on that movie. I thought. Oh yeah, they yeah. look great. Yeah, yeah. It, that movie is it still holds up. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I watch it every Halloween. So, I feel like that's kind of like my, like inner self, 
Gosh, that's I feel like I could I could now that I found that out I could talk with you for another half hour about what that reveals, but we won't. Uh, I know I don't know what that says about me, but um... I, look, I, it'll, it'll leave us uh, wanting to learn more about Rebecca yes, Kennedy. Yes. And thank you for those three uh, last minute recommendations. If you would like to get more info on the Brentfast show, such as pics of Rebecca Kennedy and I enjoying our Brentfast from Bon Vivant, here's what you do: you can hit me up on Instagram at Scoops Pope. Give me a follow, and if you have a breakfast question, ask away. And make sure you follow my Facebook actor page at facebook.com forward slash brent.pope. You can go to the show website, brentfast.com, or your favorite podcast provider. And if you like the show, please subscribe, leave us a review. Breakfast is being enjoyed all over the United States and in 30 other countries, over six continents. The latest to jump on board being Brazil and Maine. Welcome. And trust me, my bacon posse, my waffles maniacs, we have miles to go before we sleep. Thank you to my editor, the one and only Rosemary Brown, for all the breakfast slicing and dicing. Much appreciate. Big ups also to my studio engineer, Daniel Erickson, for making me sound so good. Rebecca Kennedy, <laughs> anything you're working on right now, and where can we find you on social media? Well, before we go, I actually wanted to ask you a question. Oh, sure. I wanted to ask what your Station 19 edition was like as far as the material you got, the sides. Like, what were you doing, if you remember, in the actual audition? Oh, gosh. Um... I want to say it wasn't the same as what the... Yeah. I don't really remember. I had to think about that. Let me think for a second. Let me think. Let me... Do you want me to answer why you think? Yeah. Because I can tell you. Okay. It was really interesting. So my audition was I was robbing a pharmacist. Interesting. And I was making him go back to his pharmacy and give me all the drugs. And I was reading this thinking like, how does this fit into the show? Like, this would be interesting. Because I knew they were fake sides. Yeah. But because they, you know, Grays does the same thing. They don't want you to know. Right. Or or reveal to, if you audition, don't get it, maybe, you know. Yeah. <laughs> go and tell people what happens, especially, you know, considering shooting a fan favorite. So, yeah. So, when I got the actual script, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I get to rob them. <laughs> like, I was so excited. Yeah, I'm still thinking. I don't, I feel like I... I think I still ran someone over, but it was just a different situation. Situation, yeah. Uh, I'd have curious. to go back and look. Yeah, uh, that's that's a good question, though. I should I should remember that. No, but I mean, it was a long time ago. I mean, it was a, in it what? was a whole world ago. It was in like fact. January, February, February, February. Yeah. yeah. So it feels like a world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, are are you working on anything right now? And uh, where can we find you on social media? I'm not working on anything right now because the yeah shut down. Mm-hmm. But hopefully. Uh, Hopefully, we both will be yeah. working lots. Well, more probably later this on year. the plumber's spirit. I yes. think that's. I mean, if John Deland doesn't want to pick it up, someone out there. I'll get there the hashtag going, and then they'll will. have to do it. Because <laughs> you know, I expect to be very busy on that show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but on social media, you can find me at Rebecca Kennedy R E B E K A H yeah. on Twitter, and then on Instagram, I'm Becca K B E K A H K. Because as I mentioned to you, my name was taken. Wow. When that I happens. went to make Instagram. Yeah. So I had to come up with something else clever. And this was back when Instagram was not what it is now. And so no one cared really about it. And so I just picked something I thought was cute. And now people are like, who is following me? Yeah. Who is this creepy girl? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. Uh, this was a pleasure. It's always good to see you. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll hang out again soon when we can go to uh, the full Bon Vivant. The actual experience. Yes. yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's you been really are, fun. You uh, more than welcome. And with that, we put another death-defying episode of Breakfast with Brent Pope in the old to-go bag. See ya. Mm-hmm.